Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo and into 2020. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and by the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Lita has over 20 years working as an interior designer. She's now a full-fledged lifestyle expert, podcaster, and blogger. Status Life with Lita will take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Lita's mission is to bring her knowledge and fun teaching ability to help each of us design a life we love. My name is Derek Hayes. I'm the host of the show, and it's my pleasure to introduce the star of the show, in quotation marks, the star of the show, uh-huh. Miss Lita Brooks. Good afternoon. Lita. Hi. Good afternoon. You are the star. Thank You're the you. Of all this. Thank you. Listen, I was listening to you do the opening, and I'm thinking we got to take the word travel out temporarily. Well, if someone's listening to this and they're thinking that this is a travel podcast, it right now it is not pandemic blah, blah, problems. Blah. So. I know, but listen, we are avid travelers. So well, before yeah. COVID nineteen hit. And basically kept ev- us and everyone else at home. Um, we were going uh, about a trip a month. Yeah, probably close to it. Anyway, we've gone all over the place. We've even been overseas. Yeah. So, yes, travel will come back. I look forward to it because it's always a blast when we go. Well, before we begin the show, a quick reminder that Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs, the Status Market, your online shopping experience, and the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. All right, let's get started. Let's go. You ready? Always. Well, you're, This is my favorite part of the week. Well, I always look forward to it as well because it's it's fun. It's entertaining. I know. I love podcasting. So I hope you guys listening, you're getting this. If you're listening to the show, obviously you love podcasts too. So stay with us because we're going on a journey. And speaking of a journey and speaking of the podcast and speaking of 2021. What's that? Last show we talked about New Year's resolutions. That's right. That's right. So again, when you listen to a podcast, they do live forever. So you may not be listening to this in January, but we did a full show on resolutions making them what the difference between a goal is a life goal and a resolution and ways that they're immediately going to derail with certain mindsets and ways that we are going to make sure that they last yeah the resolution part kind of falls apart pretty quickly for most of us it does it does uh what was the statistic from the last show I think you said was it 80 something 82 percent yeah yeah something it, like that i don't have it there. in front of me uh in my notes but uh, yeah, it, the percentage of resolutions that are going to fail is very, very high. It's in the 80-something 80, 80 percentile. So, Yeah, it's crazy. And I, so, I'm one of those. I can admit to it. Okay, so let's talk about our resolutions. Let's do a little recap. Uh, and Derek, you're in the hot seat first. Remind everyone what your resolution was for this year and then jump forward and answer the question, how are you doing, which means are you following it? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> As okay. always, there's part that goes away pretty quickly. But then again, too, there's part that stays around for a little bit. So I kind of broke mine into categories. Faith. You did. You had a longer. Health. Mm-hmm. Um, a relationship. All those things. Which so, should have been more of a goal. It, right. And right. you educated me on that part okay. during the show. But starting with faith, I talked about getting closer to uh, God and, and my faith and Bible study and uh, church attendance and all those things that we strive to do. And we did go to church this week. And you quit your Bible study? Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not on purpose. That, that, we moved. That was a we geographical moved. I know, issue. I know. That's, I just wanted to crack purely a joke. Geographical. You did. You had to leave that men's group right. uh, because we have moved an hour away and it's not feasible for you to get there at seven in the morning. Correct. I understand. Correct. I understand. So we did go to church and we, uh, ironically enough, we went on the day that they were looking to sign people up for the next session of Mm -hmm. Bible studies there. So see, there's something coming around the corner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see, uh, relationship, you and I are always getting stronger every day. And we'll talk more about that. But so where did you fail? I don't know. Where did I? No, you said yes and no. No, I wasn't talking about relationship. the, The other part would be health, because ultimately eating better, exercising more, those kind of things that I mentioned. 
I haven't exercised this week. I've not had a chance to. I mean, it's kind of been crazy. You haven't exercised since we've been together. What do you mean this week? (laughs) (laughs) I've never, ever seen you exercise. Ever. Well, let let me scratch that, though, because I did paint. That's exercise. Yeah. We did move furniture. Oh, you're extremely handy. I'm not taking that away. You've got mad skills. Yes, we are working around the house, which is a a topic for later, but um, renovating the new house, which is a big part of the Status Life with Lita platform right now. But yes, you are physical. You're not a couch potato. Right. I never sit. That's the thing. (laughs) I I haven't exercised. Well, of course, I'm sitting next to you. You exercise religiously. So here's a funny story. One of the first times I have this great park that I love to go to, and I've always been an avid runner and... But I like to walk too, and just to be outdoors. So I make Derek go with me, and we're relatively newly dating, I would say. And there was a couple who was walking at a very slow pace, and they were in front of us. Do you remember this? I do. I and know I where you're said, going. Hey, let's jog. Let's get around them because we were. I felt like we couldn't talk. We were right on top of another. <laughs> right. This happens when you're at a park and you want to get around somebody so you can, you know, have your conversation. And you had to jog what, <laughs> like fifty feet? Well, maybe 60. Well, it was a long okay. way. It was nothing. <laughs> we get around a couple. We get ahead a little bit. I didn't think a thing of it. Hadn't even broke a sweat. And nothing comes up about this. We just continue our walk. It's a beautiful park. Later that night, he's talking to his daughter. And I overhear him say, and she made me run today. <laughs> like, it was so terrible. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, that 60 feet's a long way. Whatever. It is. And for the, some, for some, uh, yes, okay, for you it is. I understand. Well, like I said, I'm comparing to you, and you do exercise religiously. All right, I'm I'm tired of the hot seat. I'm I'm already scratched. okay. Well, you're so you're doing well. Hold on, you're you're trying to push this off on Mike before we've talked about nutrition. You did your isogenics today. That is yes. a program that we love. Um, it's not for everybody, but I like their shakes. I like the taste of them. Um, you're nodding your head, yes, so I'm not putting good. words in your mouth. But I did see you. Take your vitamins, take your protein shake to work. So that's a great start to the day. You eat a healthy lunch, what, pretty much every day? Yes, I've never yes, seen I do, you I eat do. bad. So, yeah. And that's it. I don't eat crazy. I mean, if I did and didn't exercise at all, then I, you would see it. You, it would show. We probably let loose more on the weekends. Yes, we yeah. tend to. Mexican food. We go out. Night out we, big, yeah. Big we don't like to cook on the weekends. And, yeah, no, not, so. at all, not uh-uh. at all. But again, three, three areas uh, faith and relationship and exercise okay. so okay some check good, check some check so Derek's right. doing well okay now, now I'm not going to ask you every week I'm going to ask you in six months okay good. okay I got time to start exercising between now <laughs> and six. The, the week before I'll pick up something and and I'll act like I'm lifting nice. maybe. all right know. let's put Mike in the hot seat he we had him interject on the last show are you here with us Mike sorry this is producer Mike he's in My, studio and when I told micro- him microphone's not working (laughs) so i told him right before the show i hollered i was like hey mike i need you on air you got to tell us everyone how you're doing and you should have heard him groan it was so funny all right what was your resolution i only groaned groaned because i knew what you were going to ask me yes by the way 80 percent of new year's resolutions are broken within the first six weeks that's right or 80 that's what i said 80 percent okay 80 percent as your producer yes i'm making sure you're supposed to keep up with all this (laughs) stuff thank you thank you all right yours let's refresh everyone's memory mike what was yours that we discussed two weeks ago eat healthier okay and you were proud of yourself you had had a lot less sweet tea Not right at all, that's think. yeah you were we had kind of gone through it or how are you're now I'm, you're two weeks in how you doing i'm doing much better i've i've broke every once in a while i've had a sweet tea now and then okay or a soda now and then uh but i have had very little if any fast food that's good that was yeah. a big one for you yeah yeah and uh so i mean you know lost a few pounds but good. then my wife brought a bunch of she she had a weak moment and bought a bunch of snacks when she was at <laughs> sam's club and so we have so snacks. you're throwing her under the bus <laughs> yes so we have snacks in the house and if they're in the house uh-huh. i eat them but that, that is right that is tough yeah because okay. i know how i am but um I, I have been eating better. Good. For sure. Good. Good check-in. Yes. See, both well, of you. Yeah. And lots of water. Been drinking a lot of water. On a yeah. side note. That's, that's a tough one to, sorry, Derek, hang on. The water. If you don't like water and you want to put something in it and you're used to tea and you're used to Coca-Cola or any soft drinks, that's a that's a tough one, I think, right? Yeah, I mean. It, well, I, I drink tons of water. That's one thing that I think I'm easy or easily able to do is drink water. I 
I, I can too. too much. I'm with Derek, but my wife Tracy, she's she's she has to have something in the water. Something in it. That's yes. been hard for her. Yeah. So she's drinking two big old bottles of water every day. It's been hard because she likes the flavor yeah. normally. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So, it's very bland. So so we haven't followed it a hundred percent. That's good. It's but even baby if you steps. do eighty percent or fifty percent, baby steps. Exactly. That was one of the things we mm-hmm. talked about. You cannot do this overnight. You cannot. So. Well, I was going to say that, that on a side note, Lita, I want you to talk about yours because I'm headed to a story, <laughs> but I don't want to get to my story until you've talked about your resolution <sighs> and the competition, too. This, okay. That's so what my story relates to. I have to. made this resolution. I'm 43. For 43 years, I've had the same resolution, and that is to be on time. And it, here's what I realized. I'm doing better. You and are. I absolutely hate it. I do not want to be an on-time person. You beat me here today. I know. And guess I'm what? I'm shocked. <laughs> so here's the deal. Yesterday, I check my daughter out of school. She has an orthodontist appointment. We get there early. I'm early. <laughs> it is so boring. Oh, I, we, both of us were pulling our hair out. Like, yes, I'm on time. But why? There's no excitement in that. I like to pull in hot. I'm here. And then... So we get to her early, which makes us get to the middle school early to pick up my son. And we're just sitting. It was like a whole waste of an afternoon. We're just sitting, just like sitting in the parking lot waiting for you. I'm not. It, I have decided to You would rather be this. frantically running yes. in. Yes. Know, yes. Throwing jackets on the kids. That way can, more fun. That is my speed. My speed is lightning fast, that. late, under pressure. That is the way that I roll because I have done amazing at my resolution and I don't even like it. I don't even like it. That's what I realized. But isn't your stress level lower because you're not feeling like, oh my god, I got to get there. I don't even care. I love. I don't. I really don't. I don't even. I will sacrifice my stress. I'm going to start leaving everywhere ten minutes late because that makes me happy. Do you do? I what I would do if I was in your shoes, I would just move all my clocks, everything up ten minutes. Yeah. In my car, in my home. That's what I'm going to have to do. Just that happy medium. Being on time is fine, but this early, uh-uh. That is a waste <laughs> of time to me. You know how some people are, if I'm not 10 minutes right. early or 15 minutes early, I'm late. No, 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 no. My life is way too busy to sit anywhere for 15 minutes yeah. and just sit and play on my phone. That is a waste of time. I'm I, done. I'm I, done. I, I have scratched my that. resolution. I can vouch for that about you. Absolutely. But what I was going to get to is the, the competition um, that you were involved in. Regarding, oh, the weight loss competition. Because yeah, yeah, I have a story to tell about that. Oh, I hope I'm winning it. I really I do. do. Too. I don't know. We don't know yet. It's it's six weeks and I've entered. It's a $100 cash buy-in and it's how much weight you can lose. But I have been doing extremely well. I've been eating just, just naturally. I mean, the competition sort of kicks you in gear and it was a fun thing that we decided to do on New Year's Eve. Some girlfriends. But I'm not, um, I don't get in as much exercise as I would like. I'm getting more, but I'm not getting six days a week, killing it, you know, pumping iron, that kind of thing taking walks we're working on the house Mm -hmm. I'm painting at night everything is very physical I've definitely dropped some weight but I'm also not eating fast food Uh, every you know we moved out to the country so some of this is lifestyle we are cooking at night Mm -hmm. pretty much every night so my breakfast lunch and dinner is coming from one kitchen which inherently is is that's much healthier as a guy who's very competitive to me it's there's money on the line yeah, you want me that's to what win I, it. Exactly. You want that 600 bucks. That's right. There's money. But what I was going to say is Mike was talking about his wife bringing uh, the snacks to the house. Tracy yeah. bringing snacks home. Well, we had one of the other girls that's in the competition at our house a couple of days ago, and she was sitting at the counter in the kitchen, knowing full well she's in the competition, and Lita was talking to her. I walked to the pantry. I grabbed a big old box of Oreo, bag of Oreos, and walked over and stuck it in front of her and opened it up and slid it across the table to her. Not He's to trying Lita. to sabotage my competition. <laughs> I said, here, have some yeah. Oreos. Have more. I'll get you something else. Yeah. But she didn't Thank take the you. bait. I tried. I'm trying to help. I'm she doing ate my Chick-fil-A part. for breakfast today. I did talk to her. Oh, so, <laughs> so I don't know if this is going to help or hurt me, but every single one of the girls that I'm in the competition with got COVID all at the same time. That, so I don't know if that's going to make them comfort eat or if they all dropped weight because they couldn't taste they or smell. Taste, right. I'm the old, but I had already had it. I had COVID last year. So I, I, hmm, so I don't know. I don't know where we're at with this. They could either all come into this super skinny and I'm the only one who's done it healthy and natural just because they were all sick or they're all going to be puffy because they've all been sitting around without being able to exercise. So. <laughs> well, on a side note, I don't just know. to make it clear, I think you look terrific. Oh, you always say that. Absolutely Thank wonderful. you. You're sweet. Now, let's go to the next part of the show. 
This is the part of the this show. This is the show. We could Correct. sit here and talk well, forever. No, 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 no. I will tell anyone listening, this is how Derek and I go to dinner. It, there's not a breath of a no, moment. There, we are not. not one of those couples that are going to sit there. You all know them, and maybe you are one of them. You don't say a word to each other. We can't get enough in. I don't even like to eat with the kids that much. Because right, we have to talk to them, <laughs> right? I mean, well, we. this is our banter, whether we're at home or we just never stop talking. And, and also, too, on that same note, in the morning, we're talking to each other as we're getting ready. Yeah. We're chatting all nonstop. But now it's a, about a 45-minute drive for me to get to work, and likewise for you. And so as soon as I get in the car, within the first five minutes, either you're calling me or I'm calling you. Yeah. And we wind up chatting and for one of us is getting 40, ready. 45 yeah. minutes but, while yeah. we're driving. I know. Just because there's not enough time in the day to That's talk right. about all the things we have to talk about. But today... We would, that would probably irritate people. We probably irritate people. Well, yeah, I was talking. You interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> so today, with that being said, I know that you you usually tell me about what we're going to discuss, and, and I was pushing that last night. Yeah. And you told me today's topic, and I was thrilled. Oh, it's, I- <laughs> it's my absolute favorite subject in the world. Oh, ha ha. It's you. <laughs> we're talking about you. Oh, we're talking about us. We're not talking about me. You. This, all right, so here's what we're going to do. All right, you guys. So you must have gathered by now, especially if you're following Status Life with Lita and listening to all the podcasts, which I hope you are. Uh, Let's do some five-star ratings. Let me just throw that little plug in there. Um, (laughs) Derek and I are a couple. We've been dating almost three years. We just bought our first home together. We are in the process of renovating it. But there's a big story there behind us and this is what we're going to dive into podcasts are in nature for storytelling and for teaching that's really the only two reasons you're going to listen to a podcast if you want to sort of check out of your own life and hear a good story or if you want to learn something okay so status life with lita covers both of those i teach a lot you could go back through any of my shows you can learn a tr- you learn about health and fitness if i don't know it i bring on the experts you're going to learn about spiritual health you're going to learn about home staging you're going to learn about charities and people out there doing goodwill you're going to hear some great stories i mean this is a lifestyle podcast that checks all the boxes but what better thing for lack of a better word to talk about is a relationship between two people who have walked through a divorce and come out of the other side of that and found someone and happily ever after and there's a lot of people I have a ton of friends this is really where it stemmed from because I right now I'm, I'm I'm a good friend in that I keep up with my friends. I talk to my friends. I, I put a lot of energy into all of my friends all the time. Yes. My my friends are, are my sisters and all of them. I don't care if I haven't talked to you in five years. I we call. I'm a phone person too. We call and catch up. And I have so many friends right now, either in tough marriages. They've walked through a divorce. They're going through a divorce. It's just, and it's not just this time in America. It's just in general, fifty percent of i don't know if it's the world or just americans will be divorced that's That's a sad statistic too and you and i are both divorced yes we we are are. sitting here we have we have children with other people and we are both the product of divorce for ourselves and so this story is meant to give each and every one of you hope and if you are one of those people and you are happily married and you have been and you will be I commend you, but stay with me because you're about to hear a great story. And and if this story can help your sister, mother, brother, you're going to hear a man's perspective and you're going to hear a woman's perspective um, on meeting someone, going through hardship, meeting someone and, and going through it, going right. through our story. Right. Recovering and finding a better life. It's a great way to sum it up. Maybe that should be the title of the show recovering and finding a better life there you go there is happiness and there is and you couldn't have told us that while we were in it not at all no. not at all no 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 uh frustration um depression anxiety all, all those things that come with tragic events and in reality a divorce can be very tragic for yeah. not just you but when their kids involved as well it's it's also too something that you have to get through yourself but also have to get them through it as well i will 
dig deeper into my divorce in another show. That is a topic I have been asked to speak about and write about a lot. And Derek, you're shaking your head because you know why. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, Brian and I have a phenomenal relationship. The kids know, here's what my kids know. Mommy loves Derek, but daddy is mommy's best friend. That is not something that a lot of kids of divorce outwardly say, but that is the verbiage that my kids know. They see us right. eat dinner all the time. They see you and he as good friends. They see him as an active part of our family. So, Yeah, and, and you know. you've known him since, well, we're not going to dive deep yeah. to it, but you've known him since you were a kid. Mm -hmm. And we, the way school. that we handled our divorce, and, and again, that is a show. I, 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 you know, we're not going to jump into it. All I'm going to say is I am divorced because we're going to take that story and push it a little bit forward, but I will go back to it because again, that is a story. So I have people say, how do you do it? You need to talk about this. My ex and I don't have this relationship. Give some guidance. So, so we'll save that for, for a future show. Yeah. But today we want to talk about the, the fun, the how we met and when we met. And yeah. Yeah. And how it, how it all came together. All right. So here's the story. Who's going first, me or you? You, cause I want to hear it. No, I, I, I tell it more than you do. I tell it all the time. Oh, my God. Well, I do. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'll start, but we're going to interject, right? Yes. You're going to hear me say some, and then Derek's going to chime in, because this is also a man's perspective. This is not just one. There's two sides to every story. And in this exact story, on and during this podcast, you get both of us. So for me, uh, I mentioned that I was divorced and I had a very serious relationship after my divorce. So my grief and the pain and the heartache that I'm describing right here was not my ex-husband. It was the relationship that I had come out of that had failed. So I had had a failed marriage and I had had a failed relationship after that. And I was completely done with men, or so I thought. I just, <laughs> I had bought the most precious house that I just even to this day absolutely love and adore had my kids we were the how we fit perfect the cutest little spot we were all set up I was renovating it uh, they were happy in school I mean life was just moving forward and getting through the grief I, I did walk through it um, I have lots of friends who held my hand and walked so I have to to lay the foundation that that relationship I was so broken that that's even though I got set up and moved forward there was a lot of pain a lot mm -hmm. of grief I had joined a women's Bible study and some of those ladies still talk about for the first two weeks every time you would open your mouth you would just sob I mean so so again there was pain I'm not sitting here saying oh I was great and the Sun was shining over my house mm -hmm. it was a long hard process to get there um, so I'm living in this house and I truly thought that once my kids were gone that I would just stay in this house for the rest of my life just my cats and I and the kids would come home from college or they would come home with their families like I really truly envisioned that that's what my life was going to be like and the the crazy thing is I was perfectly content I was not dating. I was not on any dating sites. I was not even remotely looking. I was not going to the grocery store and checking out any. <laughs> I had friends that wanted to set me up on a blind date. Active people in my community. I own a store. Um, everyone knew me. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was the single girl. I can vouch for that. Right? Everybody, everybody knows you. Everybody knows me. Everybody had seen me go through the breakup. Everybody had seen me kind of lick my wounds and, and you know pull myself up by my bootstraps and move forward with my life. And I healed myself in a relatively quick amount of time, but I had no interest in men, just wasn't even on my radar. Um, so it was- Do you was, want me to lay my foundation to that same point before we met? Go ahead. Do sure? Yes, okay. now, yes. So that's, say, so that's where I was. Because you laid your foundation. Uh, lay it, go. Because I, I do want to continue it, but- Yes, th that's a good point. So with that being said, I had been divorced for many years. I had been divorced for over 15 years when you and I met. Okay, hold tight. There's 10 years between us. So my, yes. so I, my, I don't know if we need to do the age, but it was like I'm 40 and you're 50 when we right, met. Right, so right. again, so I was a lot farther. You along were further than, along right. in your life. So with that being said, I, I had been divorced for about 15 years. Uh, my kids were four and seven years old and had lived with me. Uh, after the first couple of years, they lived with me full time, nonstop. And so I'm a single dad with two kids that were 
at home and I had resigned myself to the idea of, okay, this is it. I'm just going to be dad. I'm going to be an attorney, a partner in a law firm at the time, and I'm going to be dad. And everything else can just kind of fall by the wayside. I was a coach in every sport they played, volunteered for everything you could do, and that was it. I had no desire to, to get into the dating world. So with that being said, I was happy. I was content, at least I thought in that in that moment. I decided that for whatever reason, I picked the age of 57. I was going to retire. I was going to buy a house on the lake, and that was going to be me. I was going to be alone. Um, so I, too, was not necessarily... Um, looking or or thinking about a relationship. I had come out of one uh, post-divorce when I did finally decide to date. I had gotten into a relationship that uh, was not the best in the world. There were some very you know difficult times involved. But that in was that. many years between yeah, that. Yeah, it was 15 years. 15 years. I mean, right, we're not right. talking you got divorced in the following year. You had a relationship. 15 years. Correct. You and, were single. Yeah, and, and here and there a, yeah. I would go and you know, see friends and uh, travel with my kids. I would do all kinds of things that were fun that provided happiness, but I was not looking for the relationship happiness. That was not the thing that was driving what I was doing. I, I just simply was being dad, like I said. So having gone through that period of time alone, really in, in, a, in an emotional relationship kind of way, I just resigned myself. That was going to be it. Kind of like you said, this was going to be my house. I was going to stay there. You were thrilled with where you were. I knew I wasn't going to stay in the house I was in because it was far too big for just one person. But I figured once the kids are gone and in college, it's time for me to move to the lake and be alone. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to interject. And I told you, you got to get deep about this. So, you know, women, we're a little, we can be a little more open with our emotions and sure. things. And I told Derek, if you breeze over some of the pain, I'm going to dig in deeper. Once they became teenagers. So when they were little and you had them full time, it's easy on Friday and Saturday night. And you would travel and take weekend trips and you had a, a large family and your parents were still alive. So you had a big support system. But then your parents passed away and they were teenagers yes. and they weren't home at Friday and Saturday right, night right. anymore. All so, right. So yes. then things changed a little bit for you, right? I kind of got tired of folding clothes and washing clothes. I know. And watching, you said that was your existence. Yeah, watching TV on a Friday night or a Saturday night. That was it. I mean, that's what I was doing. I, you I was have not used going, the word lonely yeah, to me. I'm, I'm, I'm not a loner, but I was alone a lot, an awful lot. So with that being said, that's what prompted me to think, okay, well, the kids are doing things on Friday and Saturday night. They've got their friends. They've got their school activities, they've got sports programs, that things of that nature. So I thought, well, it's time for me to at least see. Let me just get out there and see what it's like in the dating world. Um, and so it, it kind of evolved from that into a relationship that didn't work out. Yeah. Um, Lucky so, for me. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> Even luckier for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it didn't work out. And, and there were some things that I... Uh, scared me about the dating world as an adult, someone 50 years of age that I thought, well, if this is what the dating world is like, I don't want to be in it. Mm -hmm. Because y when you do put that toe back in the pool and, and you start going, yeah, I don't really like this. And, and I didn't like the, um, again, the, the, the idea of dating at that age with grown kids and uh, she had grown kids, but they were just Again, difficult. Of course there is. And anybody listening is sitting there nodding their head. Yep, we're, I'm divorced. 50% of America is divorced. Some of you may be listening to this because that's looming or you're afraid of it. So you're in a bad relationship. I don't know. But whatever your story is, um, yes, when you're in your 40s and your 50s and you're single, the dating pool is a lot different than we were <laughs> in is. our 20s and in Very college so. and, and, you know, those years after college when everybody's having a blast and you're in your first career and you're going out, there's happy hour. I mean, that is a different time of life. We're all kind of partnering up and then whatever doesn't work doesn't work. Mike, he's waving his hand at me back here. He wants I, I to interject. I had a question. You said it was different. How is it? Is it because the people you're dating now have baggage or? Oh, yeah. What, oh, yeah. Is that yes. what makes a difference? Yes. It's much smaller. It's different because back then in your early 20s, we're all single. I mean, have your pick of whoever. I could go out with him Friday night. I could go out with him Saturday night and him Sunday night and pick which one I like best. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm just saying now it's on well, the online dating. But, but you has also changed know things. you know what you're looking for 
as you're, you're older now, so you know what you're looking for now. And what if it's not available, which is huge. Just because you're looking for it, you, you could be single forever right, because right. that person is happily married to somebody else. Or that person doesn't exist. Or they don't exist. You thought that person was your first spouse. I mean, and, we, we, we can go down a lot of rabbit holes here. I mean, do you settle? Would you ever settle? No. I wouldn't. No, I would rather be alone. And I would think the length of time that I was single kind of, to me supports that argument proves that argument that i didn't want to settle no i wouldn't and and maybe people do maybe they do i i, I can't speak to that because mm-hmm. i personally haven't um and then and I, wouldn't i and wouldn't then, and then when i did start dating again i learned pretty quickly i don't like well you say baggage and that's a good way to put it it's a kind way to put it there was baggage there was a yeah. lot of baggage involved in that relationship and i'm sure i brought my own but there was also a lot that that i was at first thinking well if this is what it's like then God, I don't really want to date anymore. Yeah, uh, the baggage was pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. And then you've run into the situation. Uh, this is a very dear friend. I'm not going to say her name, but you'll know who I'm talking about, Derek. By this story, um, stunningly beautiful, brilliant, smart. She's divorced. She has two kids, and she has dated a lot just in trying to find another she's not a serial dater but she's dated a lot and she attracts a real certain type of guy athletic a lot of them are uh, sports players you know they've played collegiate or even pro sports and they're not as interested in the kids so I mean she has really lost and had so many failed relationships because you don't ever want to say that your kids are baggage but they're in it for her and when the kid is throwing a tantrum Friday night at dinner and they're trying to have a date with someone that they're interested in right, and they have right, to leave or kids. the kid throws up yeah. or they're on vacation, they want to be having cocktails on the beach and, you know, she's out there playing in the ocean with the kids. It's very frustrating unless you're in it together. Truly, you both have kids. You understand the role that the kids play. It's that's what I mean. It's it's slim pickings. So it's different. Yeah, it is very much so. Um, but it, uh, going back though, that those all are things that we carry into a, a relationship when we finally find the person that are lessons learned and things that uh, again, we've put behind us now, but by the grace of God, we found each other. And I'm going to let you start from that. Point. Okay. So you've got our foundation. Derek and I are both single. We don't know each other. We're not online. And he'd been single 15 years. I'd just been single um, a couple of years. So I get talked into playing hooky, which is very hard for me to do. I am a workaholic. And one of my girlfriends said, hey, there's a golf tournament happening at uh, the Sugarloaf Country Club. Um, Why don't you grab G, uh, my kid, and let's go. Let's take the boys. And I'm like, what? No. First of all, no, I'm not taking off work. Second (laughs) of all, I'm not taking a kid out of school. Third of all, what interest do I have in going to a golf tournament? I do not (laughs) care about none of this appeals to me. I'm not missing work. I'm not pulling my kid out of school and I'm not going to a golf. Well, I don't know. It's that little inner voice. It's God. It's it's your intuition. I don't know. But the week this was on a Monday and the week keeps progressing. Beautiful weather. It was springtime. And and Thursday night I called her and I said, you know what? I've worked my tail off this week. Let's do it. I'm going to go with you. And she said this was an annual thing for her. So she said, oh, I have a friend and she lives right in this neighborhood that the tournament was happening. We'll hang out at her house. We'll have so much fun. I'm like, sounds like a great. I'll go for a couple hours. Okay. This will be fun. So I end up at a PGA tournament uh, with my son, rode there with my friend and her son. And we went to her the house, right, that I had mentioned, and we're having a cocktail, and appetizers were out, and we're having a good time. And she says, let's all go to the 18th hole, and let's start the afternoon, is, let's start watching the golfers come in, and we'll start watching the leaderboard. Sure, this sounds like fun. So we make a roadie, and, and we head, and so now we are sitting at the lawn at... The clubhouse, the clubhouse right. and where the media is and basically the, the, the fun is, finishing, right? Everybody's the finishing. The kids are grabbing autographs. It's it's fun. We're having a blast. Okay. And you jump in. So my kids had blown me off. I'd gone home from work early, which again, like you said, I never do that, but I did that day. 
to have lunch specifically with my kids at the clubhouse. I got home. They decided to go walk the course with their friends and hang out with them. So I walked alone to the clubhouse all by my lonesome to go and have lunch and see friends. I had been a member there for 15 years. So I knew a lot of folks. And as I walked up, they were sitting. You were with the group sitting there outside the clubhouse on the lawn. And I initially saw the family whose house you were visiting that day. I saw them and walked over and started chatting. And then behind her, the, the, the mom, you were sitting there and I noticed you and we wound up chatting and no, somebody pointed at me Yeah, somebody and pointed. whispered. Okay, what did they whisper? I did tell you that part, didn't of I? Of course. Yeah. Somebody pointed and said, she's single. Yeah. That's how I, it's not, this is Lita. Nice to meet <laughs> yes. you. They're behind my back, like she's with an arrow. Yeah. Hey, look at her. Yeah, she's she's single. single. Yeah. Like a leper. And I looked and I said, oh gosh, I have no chance. <laughs> not her. No way. She's not going to give me the time of day. But I went and sat by you, and eventually we walked into the clubhouse, and I had a couple of clubhouse passes. No, so I shared it that with That's not true. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom. Okay, fine. I wasn't going to say that. But hey, I had, you had drinking a, alcohol. I had a cocktail. And I don't, you had to have a certain pass to get because that's where the Correct. golfers were. It was the members okay? It was right. that or the porta pot And you took a pass off your neck the and you off. said, here yes. you go. You can use my pass. It I'll wait so for nice. you here. And, yeah. And you came back. Of course. I had your pass. <laughs> I just had to run to the ladies room. Um, but what I found, okay, so this was on Friday and I had such a good time. Never anticipated to have so much fun, never anticipated to meet so many great people, especially Derek. And what was really interesting to me, and this is one of the things I remember at the first time meeting you, is it what we kind of led the show with when I made the joke, this is how we talk. This is how we talked when we first met. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nonstop. And that was really the connection. I found myself, I didn't know anyone. I only knew my friend who I had come there with, and she had introduced me to the people whose house, and everybody was great and warm, and that was fun. But I didn't know anybody else. And I kept sitting by you if there was an open chair I would come back and sit and we would just talk and talk and so that was that to me is really really important I've always you know I'm a talker but I, I like to get to know people I like to feel comfortable um, and it just flowed from us really really natural and I know I've told you this but by chance that chair wasn't just open next to me I found a chair that had one -uh. next I didn't to it know that. A, of no. course yeah are you serious yeah absolutely I didn't know that so I had no intention of going back to the golf tournament on Saturday. So my little miss had a, a date with my ex-husband. There was a daddy-daughter dance. So she had plans. So I, but, so I would have her on Saturday. It was my, my kid weekend because when you're divorced, that's what you do. You have custody, yeah, right? right? And she was younger. Uh, and I didn't know how she would do at a golf tournament. But I said, you know what? This was so fun. I'm coming back tomorrow. So I did. Well, let's not let's, let's not kind of go past the rest of Friday. Oh, so we what? wound up spending Sorry. No, done. that's okay. We wound up spending the rest of the golf tournament sitting there and chatting. Yeah. And then we walked back to the house. If you recall, yes. I went to my house and drove over there to hang out with y'all at their house, have dinner, drinks. It was probably eleven o'clock maybe and your son had a headache and, nope, and that was Saturday night. Oh, that was Saturday I night. left right. I had to pick her up pick, by right. eight thirty on Friday night. So, so yes. Saturday night, yes, Saturday night we did stay longer. Right. So you jumped ahead because I hadn't even said Saturday. So I did have to leave on Friday night. I had to go meet Brian and get um Miss Pris. And, but I said, this was so fun. I had such a good time. We don't have any plans tomorrow. I have the kids. I'm going to come back to the tournament. And I did. I woke up Saturday morning with a horrible, horrible, horrible migraine headache. And turns out I was actually really sick. I had a bad sinus infection was causing. And I didn't know all that. I knew I was sick. But um, my point was I got there a lot later because I, I fought off that migraine, took a bunch of medicine, got ready, and got the kids ready and I didn't have a way to get in the neighborhood. <laughs> so I didn't have my friend with me. She wasn't coming till four o'clock because they had baseball. So I had to park where the buses were driving people to the tournament. And I had, so I, I drove in and they dropped you off at the clubhouse. So I knew how to walk back to the house that we had been at where I met you uh, yesterday. So I did. I, I had the kids and we did all the fun stuff with the golfers and I walked back to the house. Yes, you did. 
And my part of that story is I got up Saturday morning, went to their house, hanging out purposely, expecting you and wanting you to show back up that next day on Saturday morning. So I literally stayed at their house all day. All day. I, I had lunch with them. We sat. They were on the course. Their house is. So we sat in the backyard and watched some of the tea, uh, the guys tee off in the tee box there. But their front yard is right across the street from one of the greens. And so we kept going back and forth, the tee box to the green. And we were literally sitting by the green when you finally came walking I up. Came, it was later. It was and around 2 o'clock in the, the afternoon. Right, right. And the yeah. interesting thing, all the ladies that were there knew that you and I had had chatted so much on friday they kept saying well is she coming back and i was well, i hope so that's why Aww. i'm here hope so and then when you did start walking and got close enough they could see it was you they started there she is there she is there she is that's so sweet so they got up and left the chair empty next to me oh and and he was there that's right yeah exactly. and i was going back to find you I had such a good time. I was, I just knew, you know, yeah. it would be, I don't know, it's cheesy, like with open arms, but I knew that if I found you, it would be comfortable. We would, yes. I didn't know anybody else. I mean, I literally showed up on a bus to this golf tournament with two little kids <laughs> and in hopes that someone right. from the day before was at the house. So the ironic part is I, on that blind date, dates that the community was supposed to was trying to set me up with there was another gentleman in that crowd uh friends with the same friends kind of small world before this golf tournament even existed there were mutual people trying to set us up <laughs> and i didn't even know he would be at the tournament i didn't know he was friends with the same people and i wasn't interested i it, he's a very good looking gentleman and i just i was i wasn't there I, there me. was no ease mm -hmm. i felt no connection we weren't communicating we weren't talking i just i wasn't interested it was all you well i thankfully thankfully i want to say one other part too of about saturday night so after the tournament was over on friday night i uh, got a, a message through facebook a friend of mine from back home in panama city florida happened to be at the tournament and so I was coordinating with him, trying to, to connect on Saturday again at the tournament so we could hang out for a little bit. So after we sat at their house for a while and you showed up on Saturday and we chatted and, and talked and talked and talked, we did walk back to the 18th again. And we were sitting there on the same spot on the lawn outside the clubhouse. And I was texting with my friend from back home and he eventually came to where we were. And you and I were sitting side by side in chairs. And you remember what happened? He walked up. He had his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I think they're now engaged, fiance. And they've been dating for quite a few years. And as he sat down and we started chatting, you were part of the conversation as well. He looked and said, so how long have you two been dating? You remember I, that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I was, I was, well, I we just met. I was like, I don't know him at all. I just met. But yeah. yeah, I think we just have that vibe. We're just, it, we were just talking and you wouldn't know that we had just met. So. Right, right. So we did go back to the mutual friend's house. They had a huge spread of dinner. It was a big party. Super fun. Kids everywhere. Uh, unfortunately, my son, uh, he does get headaches, and a headache had started that night, and he was there was nothing we could do to make him comfortable. The medicine wasn't working. So I had to take off kind of early, and you asked for my number because Friday night you hadn't. You're waiting me. What wait, do you want to say? Wait, one second. What? I, I want to I – it's, there's one little part I want to mention here. Okay. The friend that you were there with, Carol. Yeah. Okay, Friday. She wasn't there with you on Saturday. She came later. Well, maybe it was Saturday night. So yeah. Friday night or Saturday. I think it was Saturday. It was Saturday night. So I'm standing in the kitchen with everybody else. You're there. You were in the kitchen. We were chatting, and Carol sees that you and I are talking. By the way, I'm. we're all very good friends now, and I, I've known Carol now for almost three years, and she's wonderful. But Carol looked at me and said, so what's your story? With you standing right there. Yeah. So I had to give my my entire history right then and there. Yeah, everything that you gave ever, to everyone on this podcast. Right. right? So, All the backstory. So naturally, yeah. I looked at Carol and said, okay, your turn. She goes, no, 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 and pointed at you. You want to know her story. Yeah. So, nice. <laughs> she was pushing that, that setting us up She's together. She's one of my dearest friends. Yeah, so we yeah. have to give her credit. Well, um, I had to leave, and you asked for my number. And what I what you have told me since is how nervous you were oh, to do that. And I didn't think anything of it. You said, oh, let me – I can't remember how you worded it. I said, so if you can, don't mind, may I get your phone number so we can uh, you know, go out to dinner or, or you didn't, see you, each other nope, again? No, you or? didn't ask for a date. You only asked for mm – -mm, nope, you only asked for my number. Okay, well, I was thinking ahead. Well, I was that was, you were thinking that, yes. I was prepared. Yeah, you said – But I did. I asked for your phone number so we could talk some more. That's how you worded it. Okay. That was it. So we could talk some more because, yeah, there was not a, a set. We're going to hang out. I didn't know that. 
and it was late. You, I think you finally texted me on Sunday evening. Um, I was at church with the kids, so yes. I didn't even text you right back. So I was hoping you gave me the correct phone number, and I you did. did. <laughs> it, I wasn't, did. it wasn't a made-up number. So. so that so that was the initial meeting, um, and it and that's it, right? It was completely by chance. Derek had no idea when he played hooky from work on Friday afternoon that he would end up meeting someone I that weekend. I wasn't looking either. I was going to watch golf. I had no idea. I just thought I needed a break. I had been working so hard. A friend had asked my son and I to go do something fun. Sure, a couple hours. I had no intention of going back Saturday, even taking Miss Pris, but she had a blast. Uh, what? Oh, I got to interject one thing. What? One thing that really, really I thought was fabulous about you is out of this tournament, he doesn't know me, he doesn't know my kids, but Elise was getting bored, mm-hmm. right? There was a moment where all the boys were kind of throwing the ball. Yeah, she was. And she's there by herself, and she's young, and at the time, I think she was only five, six. Yeah. And you got down on one knee and found some paper that was part of a tablecloth and started asking her about her favorite Disney characters. And <laughs> yeah. everybody that she said, you started drawing just to entertain her. Uh-huh. And I thought that was so sweet. Like and I he's, did magic tricks. Remember right. That and you spent the night drawing Disney characters and doing magic tricks for a stranger's six-year-old just to be nice, to get to know me, to let me mm-hmm. enjoy myself and, and watch the tournament and yet keep her occupied. And it was a so. few dates later you told me that uh, I asked you something about all the people in your world, your parents, your your family, your friends, your kids. Who is it going to be that I have to to win over the most? Oh, yeah. And your response was very quick. And, it was and very her. Easy. It was her. It was her. Absolutely. She was <clears throat> wounded from not necessarily the divorce because we were on still on solid ground there but the breakup was really hard on her and guys that would come around and not even in a dating a handyman mm-hmm. some anybody that would would get close she would just go ballistic uh she was having a really tough time and i remember the first time that we met and she was near, it was at um, the Brazelton Festival. I don't want to go into that story, but she had a full-on tantrum and threw her scooter down on your foot. I remember. Yeah. She just, there, there was just something about a, a man getting close to mom. She wasn't having it. Mm-hmm. She wasn't having it because that meant they would get close to her and that meant that they would leave. Mm-hmm. So that, um, yeah, she she was the toughest one. And it was a very, very, very long time. So I think it's a good stopping point because we've got a lot more to get into about the blend Mm-hmm. and where the kids really came into this and I'll just set it up where we as connected as we were and as much as I was enjoying getting to know you we took this extremely slow I mean it yes. would be a week two weeks and then a date with mm-hmm. the kids nowhere around and right. then one afternoon it you know you met the kids yeah. separate because they didn't have a connect they knew that you know from the golf tournament but that was never on their mm-hmm. radar because there was a, tons of people at the golf tournament so right, right. And it was very purposeful the way we did it yeah and, and worked out very well yeah obviously. and that's again i think that's a good stopping point but there's one thing as we wrap up here i want to say there was something that you did and i think this was extremely important and eye-opening and i want to use this as the teaching tool out of the story again the story is meant to help anyone that doesn't see that that if they're going through a tough time, that the happiness, you will find it when you absolutely least expect it. I promise you, neither of us were looking. Derek was single for 15 years. I had been through multiple tough relationships. We were content on our own. We were independent. We both had our own houses, our own kids, our own careers, and then we were brought together. But in, in telling Derek my story and my wounds, as all dating people will share where they've been, you said something and it was it was something about the breakup and um i don't want to use his name so i'm just going to say joe because that's not his real name (laughs) and i said you know joe and and this happened and um and you said greatest thing he could have ever done and i remember i looked at you and i said what and you said had joe not done that and had you not left we wouldn't be dating i wouldn't have you and right. I thought, what a positive way to take somebody's pain. There is so much gratitude in that. He did me the greatest he favor. Did you you ever say done. it all the time. Yeah. yeah. He did me a terrific favor. Absolutely. What Never a favor. And, and you said, will, I, you know, yeah. yeah, I would shake his hand and yeah. say, thank you. 
Thank yeah, you. Because you of know? your mistakes, I'm sitting where I am now. So the pain that I walked through in a breakup and the unraveling of that was tough. I, I couldn't speak without crying for a long time, right? It, it, we, we go through this. You have to grieve it. And yet to take that and say, greatest thing I could have ever gone through because I wouldn't be where I'm at. I wouldn't be with the person I'm supposed to be with because truly it's easy. It's easy. And when you find that person, it's supposed to be easy. Right. And natural. And, and natural and comfortable. And there, people mm-hmm. can say, oh, well, they're newly dating. We've been dating three years. I would know by this point. And there are challenges. Mm-hmm. We have kid challenges and, and we have careers. And I don't really see you that much. Maybe that's why we talk so much. <laughs> you know? So, yes, uh, we're not going to sit here and say that everything is butterfly and roses. But for the most part, it's very compatible and it's very easy. I'll say this. During COVID and during the shutdown, we spend a lot of time together. 24 yeah. hours a day, seven days a week. And right. Especially when once, I had it. Yeah. Never once had those moments of, ah, another five more days of being closed uh, closed up at home together. It, it was wonderful. We got even closer, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, this may be our longest show. We don't usually Probably. go 50 minutes, no. but that's but that's the story. So, oh. Oh. <laughs> Look at it. Well, I hope we've given you guys something to go and, and be happy and have a good love story today. Um, we got to close it, and you got to – Tell them how to find me. Okay. All right. Well, yes. I'm, I'm just enjoying the music there for a minute. The interlude was great. Uh, timing was perfect. All right. Well, tell everybody how to find you, all your social media platforms, everything. Okay. So, Status Life with Lita. I am on all the social media platforms. Um, well, I'm not on Twitter. So, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Google, everywhere that you can find. I'm on all the podcast tabs. So, listen to Status Life with Lita. We've got a lot more in the pipeline that we're going to be going through the super fun story uh, and the ups and downs of it. Uh, let's see. Status Market is my online store. Fabulous home decor and merchandise. I'm renting, renovating a home, our home, not yes, a home, our, our brand home. new home. All that is coming out on Status Life with Lita. So, find me if you have questions. I try to answer everything that comes in. So you can Facebook message me. You can Instagram message me, Status Life with Lita, and I will get back to you with anything. I want to keep enjoying the music. But we have more to talk about next yes, show. We we'll pick up from here and, and get even deeper probably. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes and Status Home Design. Don't forget that you can enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. This program is also available on Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Until next time, for Lita Brooks, I'm Derek Hayes, and you've been listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. Life.